0: That's Bluenile.com.
1: On today's Smart 7, Rishi heads to Manchester, Putin gets good election news and lots more. It's Monday the 2nd of October, it's World Habitat Day and happy birthday, Sting. The Smart 7. It's news, but not the news. weekend saw more train strikes with drivers walking out on Saturday and another week of industrial action ahead as both ASLEF, the Drivers Union and the RMT plan action throughout the week. There's a further driver's strike on Wednesday and they've also implemented an overtime ban with RMT workers on strike on Wednesday and Friday. Expect big delays on the underground and across 19 train companies. The continuing strike action comes as the government refuses to negotiate any further than Rishi's first and final offer. And even though the Tory conference in Manchester was affected on Saturday, Trans- Transport Secretary Mark Harper showed no appetite for any further negotiations.
0: There's a fair and reasonable offer on the table. They want me to take more taxpayers' money from actually taxpayers who earn a lot less than train drivers, uh, and take a short-term, easy decision to, to buy off the unions and not deliver any reform. The row
1: about future train services also continued over the weekend, as Rishi still doesn't appear to have made his mind up on how much of the HS2 line will go ahead. And even with former Prime Minister Theresa May joining Boris Johnson in urging Sunak to go ahead with the full HS2 project, levelling up Secretary Michael Gove didn't give a straight answer.
0: HS2. I think it is an important project. However, we do need to look at value for money and the costs of this project have been uh, significantly greater than originally estimated.
1: This week sees Rishi's troubled Tories take their infighting on the road as they headed to Manchester for their annual party conference. That meant Brit Patel taking swipes at Suella Braverman and James Cleverly ducking out of a Liz Truss event while emphasising she remains a fantastic friend. For Prime Minister Rishi Sunak, it's set to be a tough week with new polls showing he's slowing down of net zero initiatives are not popular with voters. He told the BBC's Laura Cornessberg that he's going to end the war on motorists although it's not clear who started that particular war during 13 years of Tory rule. He says it doesn't matter if his new range of policy decisions are unpopular either.
0: I'm doing what I believe is right for the long term of our country. I'm prepared to change things. I'm going to do things differently. I'm going to do what I believe is right. I get that people will be critical of that. I'm okay with that.
1: And with the autumn budget statement, looming backbench Tory MPs are getting increasingly anxious that there could be more tax rises on the way. Priti Patel is one of those backbenchers and she says she won't vote for tax increases. Tax is important and quite frankly, it's one of those issues that also differentiates us between the Labour Party. We're pro-enterprise, pro-economic growth. I will absolutely be saying that we must stand up for conservative values and beliefs. There was bad news for Ukraine at the weekend with a row over spending in the US leaving no military aid for Kyiv in the short-term budget. The EU has pledged to increase its support and US President Biden says there's no way the USA will walk away from Ukraine on his watch. Russian President Putin also appeared on video over the weekend to express his delight at local election results in the four Ukrainian regions annexed by Russia. Even though Russia doesn't have full control of any of the regions, Putin says the results reaffirm the population's desire to be part of Russia.
0: The recent election elections in the Donetsk and Luhansk People's Republics, and in the Zaporizhia and Kherson regions were an important step in strengthening our common state, political, and legal space. Like a year ago, the people once again expressed and confirmed their will, to be with Russia.
1: The United States came within hours of a shutdown of the federal government on Saturday. Republican Speaker Kevin McCarthy was unable to assemble enough votes from his own party to get the federal budget approved before the US ran out of money. The hard-right MAGA section in Congress refused to cooperate and Florida Congressman and Trump buddy Matt Gaetz is still threatening to challenge McCarthy's leadership. In the end, the Speaker had to turn to the Democrats to get enough votes to approve a 45-day stopgap bill which will keep the country ticking over. Democrat Congresswoman AOC says the whole thing has been a mess we saw them go through every single iteration, walk through into every single wall, run around the house like a roomba. They finally realized that we should not shut down the government in order to deny trans service members the ability to get healthcare in order to deny female service members the ability to get an abortion and they filed an extension for
0: 45 days until we're back in here.
1: So to come this night 7 Rider Cup Drama and Late Night TV comes
0: back to life right after this. Welcome back.
1: This weekend saw Europe host the US in the 44th Ryder Cup. The four-day event took place in Rome and the European side made the most of home advantage. Luke Donald captained his side to a five-point victory after a weekend of high emotion. Rory McIlroy picked up four points out of a possible five and also had a row in a car park with an American caddy that went viral. The result was settled on the 16th hole as America's Ricky Fowler dropped his ball in the water and Tommy Fleetwood stayed calm to pick up the final crucial score. He was pretty happy happy with the results and full of praise for his team.
0: I couldn't wish for you know a better bunch of people to do this with. It's honestly been so amazing and everybody is so great we are just one gigantic family and the bonds you make with everybody lasts a lifetime and um, just to be part of it is the coolest experience.
1: With the ending last week of the Hollywood writer's strike, all of the late-night US talk shows are getting ready to spring back into action. Jimmy Fallon and The Tonight Show have both Matthew McConaughey and John Mayer. Stephen Colbert is coming back with Bob Odenkirk and John Oliver, while Jimmy Kimmel is bringing out the big guns with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Kimmel's also got a Kim Kardashian-themed promo for the big return.
0: I just wanted to let you know that we're back on the air on Monday. What do you mean? I mean, the writer's strike is over and the show's going to be back. Are you happy? Yeah, I'm happy. I'm very happy. Are you happy for me?
1: Why would I not, I not be happy for you?
0: I don't know. You just don't seem that happy for me. Everyone here is really happy.
1: It would take a brave man to portray a household name who was revealed as a sex offender and become universally despised. And that brave man is Steve Coogan, who's stepping into the tracksuit of the notorious Jimmy Savile. The four-part series for the BBC traces the rise of the radio and TV star and the horrific abuses he was accused of. There's been some discussion over whether the story should be dramatised at all, but Steve Coogan is urging viewers to make up their own minds when the first episode drops on October 9th.
0: The investigation found no evidence to justify the allegations. And do you consider that to be the end of the matter? It groomed the whole nation. There are rumours, but there's another sign to you. What rumours might those be? It gets away with it because no-one else sees it. It's a violation. As old as I am now, I would have danced on its grave. You've been listening to The Smart 7. We'll be back tomorrow at 7am. Hit that follow button and have a great day. Give us seven minutes we'll give you the world.